We say hello to Randy Robertson from Innovation Marketing and Consulting. Randy, good afternoon. How are you? I'm good, Tom. How are you? Doing terrific. Now, for those, we used to do this a long time ago. We did this every <laughs> year. We, we'd bring Randy in to kind of, he would kind of break down, and we're going to do it again today, kind of break down the uh, the commercials from yesterday's Super Bowl 55. And Randy, I don't know. I'm going to start off and just kind of toss my thoughts out there. I, I thought the commercials kind of kind of were in line with the game. It was just, you know, not, nothing to write home about. I mean, there was a couple that were kind of catchy, but nothing really that just, you know, put you in the floor, at least not for me anyway. What, what, what were your I, thoughts? I, yeah, I agree, Tom. It just – and that's a good analogy uh, comparing it to the game. I think everybody had such high expectations on that game, and it just <laughs> didn't turn out like we all thought it might. Didn't, work, didn't think, work out there either, did it? did either. <laughs> All right, so where do you want to begin? Well, um, we can we can talk about the best first. And there's a couple of different polls that were out there. USA Today has a uh, a big poll that they do every year with people uh, casting votes and things like that. And then I also looked up on Advertising Age magazine, which in the advertising world is a pretty good source for. Uh, advertising opinions and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, who was who, know, yeah, uh, yeah, let's let's go the good ones because I'm I'm gonna tell you that for me the best one was the was the and I don't even remember the product. I, so, Wayne's World, the Wayne's World commercial really I thought was funny. It had humor, but it it didn't make the top ten. I'm not sure that it even made. I can look it up here while we're talking, but I don't think it made the top 15. Wow. To the truth. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. I know. Uh, I was surprised that USA Today had the two rocket mortgage ads as the number one and number two. Hmm. That's the one with Tracy Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. That was, and that was a good one. Yeah, it was a good one. They now USA Today didn't even have that in their top five. So I've I've written down the top five on each of those polls, and uh, USA Today had Rocket Mortgage number one. And they had another Rocket Mortgage ad number two. That the number two had uh, Joey Bosa who flipped the cars over. Right. And then um, USA Today had the Amazon Alexa with the actor Michael B. Jordan, as number three. The M&M ads, where they gave it to people to make them feel better if they insulted them or whatever. That was number four. And the the ad that I voted personally, I thought was the best ad. And, of course, that's very subjective because the bottom line for any of these ads, what's going to be effective? They're spending $5.5 million dollars for a 30-second ad, and a couple of these were 60-second ads, and there was even one that was two minutes long. Whoa. So they're spending $5.5 million for 30 seconds. And the ad that I liked the best, and it was based on emotion, was the one with the swimmer without yeah. the with the leg, the right. leg problem. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Now, I'd like that, but can you tell me who was the sponsor of that ad? No, I can't. See, that, and that's the problem sometimes. 
I thought the creativity and the production and everything else where the, the people were in the wa- just walking in the water, mm-hmm. the swimmer was swimming. They, they were I, eating I mean, dinner they, in the water. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah absolutely. The execution was, was beautiful, and the emotional tug on the heartstrings was great. But it was done by Toyota. And if if my memory serves me correctly, I think they put a banner up at the very end of that spot, and that was about all you knew that, you know, because, yeah, I, I, you're right, because they didn't, I mean, it was about, if it was about selling cars, they did not hit their mark. <laughs> no, no, and I think they were trying to send another message, especially with this, this kind of year that 2020 was. Mm-hmm. But that, that was in the top five for both uh, USA Today and Ad Age Magazine. Now, the other one that was two minutes long and also had an underlying message was the one with Bruce Springsteen. Do you remember which who who uh, sponsored that ad? It, I, rem- I, I, I remember the ad because I saw it in the second half. Uh, no, I don't. It was almost, not not to say that it was political, but it was talking about reuniting the country and all. Mm-hmm. That was done by Jeep. Oh, where they said it's not about red, it's not about blue. Is that, yeah. is that yeah. the, okay, that's the ad, yeah. Yeah, and Bruce Springsteen's talking about mm-hmm. common ground for all Americans and things like that. But that that was done by Jeep, so, which I thought was fascinating. So the Edward Scissorhand ad didn't didn't hit a home run, and, and, and the, uh, the Gwen Stefani, Blake Shelton ad didn't hit a home run? Well, funny you mentioned the uh, – that's T-Mobile that had Blake Shelton and, mm-hmm. and uh, promoting promoting 5G. At yeah. least I remember that. Well, that uh, I watched the Today Show this morning on their segment about the top ads, and NBC had that as their top ad. The T-Mobile with Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. Okay, so when you watch the uh, the program, The Voice, what network is that on? <laughs> I thought the same thing. That's NBC. Huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they also liked the the Toyota ad. They liked the Jeep ad, and they liked the ad with Will Ferrell. Do you remember that one? No, I don't. Uh, I must. That's have where you had the other comedians, and they're talking about electric vehicles uh, ah, in okay. the top sold the most in Norway, and so he goes to Aquafina, the comedian, and somebody else. He catches the arrow in his hands and teeth. Hmm. Yeah. So, I I mean, that one's – I guess I may have left the room for that one. I, I also <laughs> like the State Farm ad where they had the, you know, the uh, the guys that were uh, – what am I? What am I trying to say? The uh, you know what? Uh, Jake from State Farm and Drake. Yeah, yeah, the exactly. Yeah, yeah, the stand-ins. Yeah, yeah the, stand-ins. the stand-ins. Yeah, I, I thought that was a good one. It was clever it, anyway. It was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I just I just found the one that you were talking about with Wayne's World was ranked number one. No, I'm sorry, not one. Number twenty-one, and that was a Uber Eats ad. Yeah. Yeah, I, I you know a lot of times you and again and we forget that the the, the purpose is to either position yourself or sell product. I mean, th- th- isn't that your, your main two objectives when you when you put an ad campaign together, Randy? Yeah, absolutely. And, and the way that most people do that is either through emotion or through humor. 
And as you probably know, most newscasts, uh, the, what they're trying to do uh, when telling the story is grab people by, you know, the heartstrings and, and, and make it emotional. And it, uh, to me, one who produces ads, I think it's easier to reach somebody through emotion because doing humor is really, really difficult. All right. Sometimes people think it's funny. It's very subjective, and some people don't think it's funny. Got a couple of minutes left. Give me some that that just flat missed the mark, in your opinion. (laughs) Some of these I'd never even heard of. Uh, There was an Oatly milk commercial. There was one with, uh, it was Robin Hood, who was, that's about investors. Uh, Both of those were considered in the the bottom three. Another one, everybody will recognize this name, Tony Romo and his wife were in an ad for Skechers. And that was considered one of the worst ads. Hmm. And there was a, and this one surprised me, there was a Pringles ad about two astronauts coming back from space and they're in the ocean waiting to be picked up. And the Houston Space Center is stacking Pringles and not paying attention to them and missed that they'd come down. And then there was a ship that comes by (laughs) and the foreigners in the big ship are stacking Pringles. And so I I guess that just missed the mark on what the message was supposed to be. Well, you know, the game missed the mark and uh, several ads missed the mark. And, and hopefully next year we can, (laughs) we can, we can get back on track, but you had a lot of major advertisers that, that passed up this year for, for whatever reason. You're exactly right. I was just going to mention that, that this is the first time in 37 years that Budweiser did not have the Clydesdale horses in there. Now, Anheuser-Busch, who owns Budweiser, Mm -hmm. they did have a couple of ads. They had a seltzer ad, and they had another ad that included lots of brands that did pretty well. It was ranked uh, fifth by Ad Age magazine. Well, yeah, it, it, it had a lot of stars. It, yeah, it had a lot of stars in in that, including uh, uh, Peyton Manning. So, I mean, yeah, I remember yeah. that ad. Yep. So, all right, Randy. Hey, man, we appreciate it. We uh, we we look forward to do it. We'll do it again next year. We'll, we'll we'll circle back around and hopefully we'll have some some better ads to talk about and a better football game to talk about. And we do appreciate your time as always. That sounds good, Tom. I, I enjoyed it, and uh, y'all take care. Take take care as well, Randy Robertson.